Hello. And I. No, no, no. Will always love you. Remember that time we were Twitch streaming and someone who has never listened to our podcast came into it and was like, you two should be Twitch Sings Famous. It's funny you say that because yeah. my dad <laughs> texted me mm-hmm. after the last episode and was like, Mackenzie has a really nice singing voice. And I was like, yeah, she does. And he was like, you didn't really try though, did you? <laughs> Whoa. Something your dad, to that effect. He your was dad like, listened- you weren't really trying though. And it's like, I think I-, I sang the fucking Fan of the Opera song for you as a uh. senior in high school for this. So I can't, I can't do a little silly warble on my own podcast. This is a shout out to Jeff in Franklin, Tennessee. Your dad listens? Yeah. <gasps> Hi, Jeff. <laughs> Your hair looks really good lately. That's just me I giving him a compliment on thought, the internet. I thought you were talking to me and I was like, what a twist. And then I was like, oh yeah, my dad's let his hair grow. It does look very good. He looks like a, sorry, Kiki is determined to rub herself all over the mic. Hi, Kiki. We're having a really feral opening today. I like it, actually. We got the whole family. We're talking about Jeff. We're talking about Kiki. knife claws. That was pretty. That was pretty singing. I wasn't trying, though, and I want you to know. Um, Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dungeon Wives, the show where we ramble for 20 minutes. I thought it was the show where you go on Dungeon Dives with your Dungeon Dungeon Wives wives. and or Dungeon Dives with my Dungeon Wife. That is yeah. also what it is. It's also the show where we ramble about our parents and our cats. And that's why I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Ambiance. Ambiance. We just like to remind you all every so often that we're people and not voices floating in the ether. How are you feeling this week, Rach? I'm deriving meaning from repetition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love saying I love saying these quick little quips and you having to like physically turn your head away from the mic because I'm so funny Rachel you're the funniest person I've ever met in my whole no, life I think we've just been in the apartment for four months and our sense of humor is going to be warped to be on recognition <laughs> when we finally go outside we won't be able to communicate with anyone other than each other because we've developed an alien language to communicate with each sure other I could communicate exclusively in John Mulaney quotes at this point yeah I like things like I told you in the car earlier like if you transported me back 100 years or forward 100 years into the future, I would have no means of communicating with anyone around me. Yeah. So let's play Dungeon. I'm, I'm sorry. I had no, I had no intellectual dragons. response to that. I just want to say for the listeners, I had some chicken tikka masala before mm. this recording and mm. I'm feeling excellent. Mm. It's very good. I can't wait to go to that place in person. Oh, yes, Rachel and I have found a new favorite Indian food place that we have only ever ordered from in quarantine. And I am also very excited. It's to, the only thing keeping me going. It honestly. truly keeps me I'm alive. I'm like, can I make it to the next to the next Indian food night? Yeah. Next payday where we get Indian food. <sighs> so, hey, you know what? Here's a reminder. Find the little things that make you happy. And if it's tikka masala, get yourself some tikka masala. It's the mortifying ordeal of being known. Get a little mortified. Get a little known. Get a little known by that wonderful nepal house on devon if you live in chicago give them business because they're really great yeah it would be <laughs> i wish we could get sponsored by them but they wouldn't have to do anything except send us chicken send us masala masala every two weeks every two weeks before recording and we'll shout you out on our podcast <laughs> oh also yeah 
at the top of the show <laughs> since we're just talking a bunch of bullshit. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Kate Lyons, aka Arrow Shooty Kate. Hey, who yeah. uh, wrote a great article on SideQuest. My Zone. mom loved it, Kate. <laughs> My mom genuinely loved it, like quoted it at us last night oh, over FaceTime. Yeah. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. It was a really, really lovely article. The people at SideQuest are doing some wonderful stuff, so you should look them up at SideQuest Zone on social medias. Oh, Kiki meowed. Kiki also agrees. Um, and they also have a Patreon, and they really try to make an effort to pay people to write, which is amazing. So go support them on Patreon and read some cool stuff about some gaming and read the article about us and just <laughs> tell them it's your favorite article of all time. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to Kate and the people at SideQuest Zone for taking the time out of their week to just post a little sweet couple words about old dungeon wives. <laughs> about, about old dungeon about wives. About old dungeon wives. <laughs> Back in the old days. <laughs> Excellent. Want me to do my little, like, last time we left off bullshit that I read every time? Why do you keep calling it bullshit? Because I'm self-conscious. Well, thanks for being honest. I'm delighted to hear it. Excited to hear it. As I'm sure our viewers, not viewers, uh, lis- listeners. <laughs> that's Yep, that's what podcasts are. Uh, yeah, we read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you, honey. Thank <laughs> you for being so supportive at all times. <laughs> Where we last left off, Alkyne and Alexandrite arrived in Mom City, and our audience met numerous awesome moms. We met Nyx and her wives, and Alkyne asked for help in unpetrifying Ronnie's hand and his friend's entire bodies. (laughs) Nyx agreed. It's not funny, but I giggled. I'm sorry. (laughs) I wasn't like deriving pleasure from the pain of these petrified people. It's totally fine. Okay. Nyx agreed to take Tim to the oldest mom in the community, Pythia, and a syndric, a syndric, <laughs> and a centric and a weird elven woman. Alkaini also went to see Danae, the main mom. Pythia informed them that she needed diamonds to unpetrify Ronnie's friends and that there was a flower known as Artula's Tears that can be used as a substitute. And Alkaini quickly agreed to go retrieve them for her. After a bit of bedtime flirting, the next morning, <laughs> Alkaini, Alexandrite, and Danae had breakfast fantasy grilled cheeses before heading into the forest. As they arrived into the grove with the flowers, they noticed a grotesque, zombified dire bear eating something. The bear noticed our party. And here is where we're gonna roll initiative, baby. Oh, good. See, I'm gonna oh, pick a. Oh, I'm gonna pick a die oh, that I know oh. will not give me what I want. So I want to be low in the initiative. You want? Why do you want to be low? Because I don't like making decisions. All right, roll that in initiative, my baby. Fourteen. You know, wait, wait, wait. Anything I else? do. It's sixteen. All right. The that's one time, uh, the one time they roll well. That's high in the initiative, I would say. Yeah. All right. So your mama, she rolled a 19. My mom. Your mom. My mom. Alex rolled a low. She rolled a six. And then what's this old bear going to roll? Big bucks, no whammies. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the bear rolled a 19 as well but your mother has a higher initiative so it will she will be going first perfect but they both rolled the same thing perfect all right up let's go first is your mom it's my mom do you think you've ever like fought with her before fought side by side with her or will this sparred, be a new but i've experience? never seen my mom be like let's take down this giant bear 
then you might not have seen what she is about to do. Oh, good. Um, your mom uh, panics when this creature turns around and it starts bolting towards you. And they almost it's almost like they meet in the middle as she puts her arm uh, in front of you, almost like she's doing the mom thing. When in the, the car. Mom, yeah, when the mom slams the on the brakes and they put the <laughs> arm over. And um, she says, stay safe. And, and, and she Christ. kind of leaps forward and she pulls out this like hilt, this like shining, glimmering hilt with no sword on it. And she spins it in all of her fingers. And then she kind of like holds it in the air and like <gasps> purple flames wreath out from the top of it as she comes and she meets this bear in uh, the middle. Is my mom clash. She-Ra? That's kind of She-Ra vibes, isn't it? And so your mom's gonna oh, come down I wish and try to draw. Oh, I, that's, that's cocked. cocked. Yeah, because I threw it across the table. Um, that's gonna be a twenty-one to hit, which is definitely gonna hit that creature. Oh, my mom's powerful. Uh, your mom is powerful. She's a cool fucking mom. Mom. <laughs> um, and it's gonna do. Uh, it's gonna be eight plus something. <laughs> Fuck if I know. Uh, oh, it's just eight. <laughs> I'm a great DM. It's uh, eight damage, eight damage. Ooh, some tasty damage. Uh, some tasty damage. And she clashes and meets this creature in the middle, and then it immediately hurls back at her with a bite and a claw attack. What? It gets two? It gets multi-attack because oh. you're in the you're in the big the big leagues now, baby. I'm level four. That's How the big, big can they be? <laughs> <laughs> that was an excellent joke, Rachel. You get inspiration. I get inspiration, really? Yeah. What so is this? That means I should give it to you more often because I'm in love with you. But it Ooh, basically I means definitely. Um, you can choose just any role the next whenever to roll with uh, advantage. You have to tell oh. me that you're doing it before oh, you roll. But you can be like, I'm going to take advantage on this. And okay. Fight. And I uh, played in a game that had a home rule where you can stack them up to three. So this is your first of possibly three. And you can use them and I will try to give them out more often. Okay. Because good. I think they're fun. You just get to take a little bit of fate in your hands for a bit. All right. So yeah, you have inspiration because that was a great joke. <laughs> and if listeners are mad I love you still <laughs> this creature is going to attack uh, mom twice one is definitely going to hit her uh, because it is high <laughs> it is a tw- 26 to hit okay I mm, okay and then the ne- uh, it gets plus what now I don't know figure it out the second one's also going to hit so they're both going to hit what Yes, because that, that one is, is going to be a 17, and that one's going to be a 26. You good? Uh, okay. So that's 14 damage. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Kill my mom. Kill um, my mom in this episode, Mackenzie. Did you kill my mom? Did you kill my mom, Mackenzie? That's only, that's only one attack damage, though. What? That's only um. That's that's only, what? That's only one for one attack. So the other attack, uh, does, um, eight damage. Um, are you kidding me? Whew, are you kidding me? Are you gonna kill my mom? <laughs> I didn't. Play are you gonna well. kill my mom, um, Santa Claus? Get in there! It is now your turn. Oh my. God. Um, well, this is much like as Kate says that I I try to plan a, a things that I think will be simple and then, so easy, and then as it turns out, actually, I didn't think it'd be easy, but I did not think I would do that much damage to your mom immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Uh, this thing's probably gonna have hell of a constitution. 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> Mackenzie, you're gonna <laughs> kill my mom. I'm so sorry. Okay, Shillelagh. Okay. Bonus actions, Shillelagh. Let's, um, oh my gosh. How dexy can it be? I don't know. That's a pretty big bear. I do uh, know. Let's do yield. Uh, my ice knives are out. Your ice <laughs> knives are out. Uh, ice knives are out for 300, Alex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? You're just silly. I laugh. I'm very silly. So You're I'm going to create a shard of ice. I'm going to fling it at one creature within range. I'm assuming that it is within 60 feet. For sure. Yeah. Okay. It's like maybe 25 feet away from you. Okay. And again, this is this is one of those lovely spells where like you I win. You win. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of save do I need to make? Dex. Dex saving throw. What's the number I'm trying to beat? I'll tell you when you roll. I rolled an eight. Nope. Dex 14. All right. So that means... Roll that damage, my hit, sweet love. the target takes 1d10 piercing damage. Hell yeah. Roll it. Roll it. Um, Although I think I'm going to cast this uh, second level. Okay. Yeah. Hell Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Yelha, if you yelha. will. Yelha. I've been saying Yelha, yelha. a lot, and I don't know why. Yelha. It's a curse. Um, It'll catch on. D10. No, I, I hope it does not. That's, you're, you're <laughs> I was going to say, you're tickling that D10 right there. <laughs> Lord. Um, okay, so here's my one. It's a five. Five? That's five. D10 piercing damage. Okay. Hit or miss, and it did hit. The shard then explodes. The target in each creature within five feet of it. Is that my mom? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I could say you aim near the back of it because it is a pretty large creature. Okay. So maybe, yeah, yeah you would have hit. She could maybe take. She could hit she, it. Hit it in the ass to avoid your mother. I am being benevolent in that because I don't you. want you to kill your mother. I also don't want you to kill my mother. <laughs> so. Um. So yeah, yeah. You hit it in the back, so it, she doesn't have so to make the save. Three d six cold damage because I'm casting. Do it I ta- at do I make the save or level. is it again or is it no, just already? No, okay. You lose. You lose. <laughs> you lose. Um. Actually, wait. Did I fuck this up? I don't know. What's up? Read it to me. Um, I don't think you did. No, I have to roll to hit. Oh, the okay. deck save is for the second thing. Okay, well then it failed the deck save. You rolled to hit it in the first place. Then. Okay. And we'll see if it takes that first damage. That is a 11 plus 6 is 17. Yes, that hits. So okay, it took so the first damage. Took the first damage. And then it already <laughs> failed the save for the second damage. Perfect. So roll that, that. roll that second damage. Is it, what is it, 3d6? Yeah, 3d6. You got it? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's tasty sound effect. Ooh, that's kind of spicy. Bad. So that's 12. Okay. In addition to the five. So that's 17 points of damage. Right? Awesome. Did I do the math in my head? Right? 12 plus You five. add five? No, the, I, oh, mean, I already like, took in that. Total, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In total, 17. Yep, got it. All right, all right. Yeah, why not? We got a cleric in the party. I've never yeah. done this before. Yeah. Um. So Alex is going to run a few steps forward oh. towards your mom, and um, she's gonna yell, "Be careful!" as she clutches onto her holy symbol and starts kind of muttering and whispering these words to herself, and almost as if there's like wind coming from her chest from this holy symbol wind starts picking up around her and her hair starts kind of lifting from the wind as kind of green sparkly energy uh, kind of filters around her and it swirls above her head and it goes and runs and slams into this bear as she is attempting to uh, channel her divinity and cast turn undead on the creature has to make a wisdom saving throw it rolled a natural 20 oh 
Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, and I so I don't this, think this this zombie bear is a wise this, motherfucker. This zombie bear, she's wise. <laughs> um, I don't think anything happens. Oh that's God. so sad. It was that's so, so epic. That's and so, so funny, sad. though. That's so funny. The buildup you just gave her, plus her heart. Oh, yeah. And so it slams in, and the bear kind of goes. <laughs> and, like, nothing Ooh. changes. Ooh, that was spicy. And uh, Alex goes, oh, sh- shit. Um, bonus and, action? Or is uh, Turn Undead the bonus action? Turn Undead was the action. And so then she's going to uh, f- basically complete... You know, fuck it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna pop off. We're gonna do as the kids say, popping off. And Jesus I'm gonna run Christ. up. And so she's gonna run up and she's gonna um, finish, kind of help um, finish the distance to be up there with yeah, your mother and sort of try to do the same thing your mother did and block your mother away from this bear. Yeah. As um, she, uh, the energy that sort of did nothing to the bear is still sort of floating she moves her hand and pulls the energy off of the bear and swirls her hands in the air as it forms this sort of like giant flower this giant shimmering flower that you recognize as her spiritual weapon and she's gonna bring it down on top of the bear and try to slam it with a spiritual weapon i see so you're gonna which is gonna hit okay and it's gonna do it oh my gosh look right honey i rolled it and it landed into the dice oh wow and i'm gonna keep it it was not cocked. Does 11 damage. And that is uh, Alex's turn. And now we see that it is your mom's turn again. Um, she's got some cool stuff. So let me see what I can do. Um, she is going to, as a bonus action, call forth her healing spirit. So she's going to sort of uh, lean back and draw sort of a circle in the ground with her purple flame blade. And within that circle, sort of a small little rabbit, purple rabbit forms. And (laughs) its little nose is is twitching and it kind of looks sparkly and kind of translucent. And uh, this creature just kind of stands behind your mother and it will heal her for uh, six hit points. Nice. Or, or 1d6. She gets back 5 HP. And then she's going to use her action to um, to continue to hit this creature. Well, actually, she's going to... Hmm, yeah. Hmm. She's going to use her action to disengage, actually. And she's okay. going to move back and sort of try to, like, run around and get on the other side of it to sort of flank where you are. Okay. Like, if you haven't moved at all and you're in front of it, like, yeah. 20 so feet, she's going to try to disengage and roll and dodge and then kind of get around to the other side of it okay. and leave the bunny there for now Aww. next to Alex. And so Alex looks down and sees this little bun bun just like twitching its little nose at her. And she's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and that is your mom's turn. Now, now it is the, the bear's, bear's turn. turn. Bear. And the bear uh, isn't very like intelligent about paying attention to where people are going. So it is just truly going for the thing that's in front of it. And so now it's shifted its energy to Alex and it will roll uh, its multi-attack on her. I see. Both of them will hit. I see. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Hmm. That's really bad damage. That's two twos and two ones. Yeah, I still see. I'm still clocking you trying to kill both my mom and my wife. I'm sorry that I'm just really... I'm just winning at D&D, so... <laughs> 
All right, so that's not a lot of damage. And so she takes that as it, as it, and swipes its claws and tries to pull it in for a bite. And it bites into her armor, and you hear the crunch of the metal as its teeth sink into it. And and its mouth is just foaming, and there's just kind of gore from whatever it was eating falling out of its teeth as it pulls away, as Alex pushes it off and starts to try to pull her weapon out. And it is a disgusting creature. It's blood. Do you see when it bites? If it bites hard enough, its jaw seems to dislocate. Okay. Pieces of its skin is flaking off. It is okay. a grotesque sight. And now it is your turn. Okay. I'm going to cast Moonbeam. Okay. Uh, what do I have to do it's for that? It's a con save. Let me, let me double check. Yeah. Yeah. Con save. All right. It's a nine plus... It has a good plus, so I just want to double check. Um, Come on. It's a 14. That is it. That is. So it it succeeds. What? The creature succeeds, not your spell. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, (laughs) Well, I realized what I had said. (laughs) The thing is, though, what's Mm -hmm. sexy about Moonbeam is even when I fail, I don't. So, I'm going to take a little sippy of water while you roll some damage on me. Sounds good. So it's going to be 1d10. Okay. Damage on a successful save. And half on a non-successful? No, I've already taken... It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful Oh, you roll the 2d10 and then we half it. Oh, okay. Well... As opposed to having the die, you still roll and you just half the number. Is it? Yeah. Got it. So that's a nine. (laughs) Uh, This is the problem with rolling... Five. I'll be in your favor. Okay. All right. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I'm always in your favor, honey. And You're going to kill my mom. I mean, that's just, that's just, that's the fine print, you know? Um, and now it is Alex again. And so Alex is going to do something fancy, probably. I don't know. Uh, she's going to pull out her staff and try to bonk it on the head and toll the dead. <laughs> try to like ring its ears. All right. It fucking succeeds because this bear is randomly doing super, super well. I, I, I love how this happens. I truly don't know how it, how it happens. <laughs> um, so nothing happens, but she will use her bonus action to attack with her sake. Uh, not sacred. Hold, what's it called? What the, what's my spells called, Rach? I, I could not tell you. Ugh. Rachel, I need your help. Spiritual weapon. That doesn't hit. So Alex just has a bad round altogether, but she's going to stay there because she's doing pretty good HP wise, but she does not do any damage to this creature. And it is back to your mom. My mom. And she is going to, she's not feeling too terrible about the situation. Oh, also the bunny staying near uh, Alex actually heals her. Nice. It basically puts her back to full health because she didn't take that much damage last time. So she is back to full health as the little bun bun sits there and does that. And your mom is going to uh, take the sort of green flame and she's going to hold it in front of her and focus her energy into it. And the flames sort of, you start seeing specks brighter than normal 
in the flame and it makes sort of a constellation of a blade within the flames okay. in a way and she she sort of holds up this like constellated green purple haha <laughs> that's the name of the actual spell purple flame and she shoots it out at the creature and casts this like constellation bolt that goes flying out and okay. hits the creature and what does it do hopefully damage she just hits with a 17 and it's going to do 4d6 radiant damage oh and that's going to be what's that math 13 13 points of damage okay and it's the bear's turn right yes and just so everyone knows i can't tell i forgot if this um has been archived or not but she is a circle of stars druid which is a like uh unearthed arcana they were trying for a little bit and it's pretty cool it's a little op but i think it's cool (laughs) and i like trying new things and i also like the idea that if like alkaini's the moon her mom is the stars kind Mm -hmm. of so she's a circle of stars druid just in case anyone is in moonbeam she's using her star sword it's it's basically guiding bolt but it is a it is called like star map, so she can do that four times per long rest. It's pretty okay. cool. All right. Um, and yes, it is the bear. So then the bear. <laughs> um, hmm, it's hard to decide what it would do because that was a big hit, and so it turns its attention away from Alex and starts trying to shamble over Does to your it mom. Shamble more than five feet. Yes. So Alex will get ah. an attack of opportunity. She's gonna try to break. Oh, her. it's just moving out of moonbeam, so I would have to take an action to move it. Oh, yeah. Smarter than it looks, this it's just this going, zombie bear. It's going towards what's hurting it. And so it, it takes this huge um, radiant energy on its back and it hurts it a lot because it is an undead creature. And it wails out in this like guttural screaming pain as more of its just like flesh begins to fall off oh, of it ew. and searing it. And it smells like burnt undead flesh. Oh, good. And it turns around and starts to shamble its large feet towards your mother. And Alex brings down her quarterstaff on top of it, trying to whack it as it runs away um, and hits and gets to do an extra. I'm getting really hyped. So I'm like, well, <laughs> uh, do an extra nah, Nine? eight points of damage, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage to the creature as it runs away towards your mother. And it's going to run and try to jump on her with both attacks. What? What? Um, that one's gonna miss. That second one's gonna hit. And Did so you hit my mom, zombie bear. <laughs> Truly, it the hits, joke of the episode. Uh, it for rolls me. Uh, eight points of damage, and your mom uh, is looking a little rough as she's now Great. bloodied. There's a scratch. It comes. It misses a bite. She definitely jumps out of the way. And as she jumps out of the way, its claw meets her in the abdomen as it cuts across her armor. And your mother now has these just four large scar marks going across her stomach as she grabs her stomach um, and sort of panics. And you see her eyes squint and you she looks over at you and you know exactly what her next move will be because it is a move you do often yourself and you will see what it is when it gets to her turn but you al kind of knows what it is and the second we get to <laughs> and i will i will comment on it very specifically second. but the but, and you'll, you'll you're gonna smile when it gets to her turn and you know that al would know this okay but for now it is al turn um. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> That's it. I'm just gonna like. I'm just oh, gonna, I know what my mom's gonna do. I'm just gonna and giggle. Hang back. Um. 
I don't know. I'll yeah, I'll move the moonbeam. Is that an action? Yes, unfortunately, it is an entire action. All right, uh, then uh, move it, and then it does damage. No, you got to make another deck save. All right. It's an evil. Mm, um, yeah, it makes it, makes it the, for sure. It makes it. Uh, so let's roll that. Okay, so it's gonna take. Ugh, shit on ice knives. Uh, four points of damage. Four points of damage. Yeah. Six and a two is eight. Divide by two, four. And now it is Alex's turn. And she is going to, she's just frantically trying to keep this bear off your mom. And so she will look back at you and then run, look, run, look at it and run towards it. And she will sort of um, twirl her staff and shoot out some energy that flies around the bear. And it causes a shimmering field in front of okay, Danae. Okay. And she's going to cast Shield of Faith on in your front mom. Danae? Is that yes. my mom's name? Danae. Why did I think we, yeah, okay. Why, what? Who do you think you had? Nyx. No, you have Danae. Okay, I know I have Danae now because they're extremely different characters, but I don't know. I don't know. Danae, I was just like, Danae? Yes. Danae? You're with Danae. Um, and so she casts Shield of Faith on your mom, and then um, that's a bonus action, so she can't use her. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's going to be picked up, but Kiki just did the loudest just little meow. Oh, little baby. Do you want to come in my lap? Come no, here. No, she wants to stand beneath the table and scream. But I want her to be in my lap for this, just my moral support for this. What do you need moral support for? You're going to kill for my killing mom. killing my friends. Um, and then she's going to run up and try to smack it with the quarterstaff. Good for her. Good for her. She's going to hit. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. And do six points of damage. All right. So your mom's protected. Right. We're doing some small amounts of damage. And it is now your mom's turn again. And, and so, this is where I'm going to be like, uh -huh. oh, that's what oh, my mom does. That gonna, thing my mom always does. You're going to go, uh -huh. I do that. <laughs> As uh, your mom squints her eyes a bit and you see um, she drops the hilt and the flame blade sort of goes away as her body like enlargens and yeah. she wild shapes into a yes. large. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're going to blow the mic out. And I'm really upset about it. <laughs> Kiki's yelling. Kiki's also like, yeah, <laughs> I will turn it down. So listeners, you will not know how loud Rachel just was for me, but are you excited about it? I'm so excited. You are holding Kiki so weirdly right now. She's She's a squirming little baby. That's a squirming little baby. As your mom turns into an ape and yes. just freaking whales, just multi-attack, yes. punch, punch on this bear to try to get down. Yes. Um, uh, the first one will hit. The second one will not. And so she's going to do uh, uh, eight points of damage. Delicious. And your mom is now a freaking ape. ape. And Good for her. it is the bear's turn. So the bear is like, what the fuck? And it's going to. Um, is it going to stay where it is? Yes, it is for this turn because All now right. it is being surrounded right. by two people. And so it is going to try to bite at the ape and then swipe at the person behind it, coming up behind it. And so uh, the bite to the ape uh, will hit uh, and do. Which one does the, bi the bite do? What's that bite do? That's a lot of damage. It's going to do eight damage to your mom. And then it's going to swipe its claws out. And it is going to hit Alex and do. Oh, so you're going to kill my wife. 13 damage. You're going to kill my wife. She's doing okay, actually. 
You say you're gonna kill my wife. Um, she's doing okay. <laughs> she's like your tank, technically. As you gleefully. Also, I love how I'm only hitting my own NPCs, not my actual player. It's because weirdly, because you're just staying. We're away. all mages. We all should be ranged, and yet. Well, no, Alex is like a tanky-ish person, and your mom is like a mixture. She's a I'm flex. I'm speaking Dragon Age lingo. <sighs> your Dragon Age lingo. My dragon Age lingo. Oh, wow. Well, it's your turn, my little Dragon Age. Baby. First, this bear's got to make a con save. All right. Well, it's going to be a fucking 17. Well, you know, whatever. Still gets that half damage. I love... Roll that two damage for me. I, you're getting very cocky. And I'm getting very cocky. And stepping directly into the Wormwood tray. Wormwood brought to you by our cats. Hi, Is Kiki. That's a D10. Hi. That's a D10, baby. Yes. Okay. <laughs> some, you're so Ooh. smart. Let me show you how to roll that dice. Ooh. That's 19. Yeah, so divided, that would be... Eight. What? <laughs> I said that too confidently. <laughs> I said that did. way too confidently. You confident. said that way too confidently. <laughs> Kiki, Kiki was so disgusted <laughs> that she leapt out of your arms. I think I was thinking 19 and half is 8. I don't know. <laughs> you mean how 9 plus 9 is 18? Is maybe that it? What did you roll? I rolled a 19. So it's either going to be a 10 or a 9. Oh, okay. It'll be 10. Because <laughs> that was... I spoke too confidently. That's upsetting. <laughs> I'm so dumb. <laughs> it's, it, was, it was the confidence that made it. <laughs> Listeners, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> no one cares. If you follow us and you know how to do math, you're on thin you're ice. <laughs> You feel free to drag me if you want to. Um, and now it's Alex's turn. No. What? You just I went. I get an action. That, fuck. That wasn't your action? No. That okay. was just he started. I say he. They started their turn in the middle of this moonbeam. So, yeah. For the actual action, let's. Um, this is a concentration spell, which really. Harsh is your vibe. Harsh is my vibe. Can I do an instantaneous spell and maintain concentration? Yeah, as long as it doesn't say concentration. Okay, all right, then I'll do ice knives again. All right. Um, and so I roll for damage this, yeah, for the first for time, and then damage. I will. Damage, I forget that's how we to pronounce roll it. Roll to hit. Yes, roll to hit. We're idiots right now. So that's uh, an eight, 18. Plus stuff, so that's plus definitely going to hit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Plus six, which would be 24. Ooh, that's tasty. I know that. That's um, tasty. Roll that damage, then. Time to roll the damage. Okay, so 1d10 piercing damage. That is a <laughs> three. All right. Write that down. That's a three, please. All right. Writing that down. Writing that down. And then it needs to make a deck save. Okay. It rolled a 10. It does not save. Then roll that damage. Um, and I will use up my last second level spell to make this 3d6. All right. Don't let me down. Oh. My beautiful dice. You can maybe do it. Oh, I bet I did, because that's two sixes and a two. That is 14 points of damage, please. You were so close, but you did not quite do it. But you did Man. do a lot. Of, you did do a good as long as I pushed it there. Yeah. No, Someone so, bonk it. So you... Can it look at me? Can it do the mm, what you say thing where, like, mm, I hit it and say. it turns around and it's, like, bleeding and it's, like, what did you do? How could you do this to me? 
much and i'm marissa cooper sobbing in the corner Mm, that is a fun (laughs) i'm glad that we have an oc reference on our show the thing is the thing is that whole sketch revolves around an oc episode which makes it 500 times better if you like that show which i do rachel loves that show i love that show it's a masterpiece um when we start our oc rewatch podcast it's, not happening. Can't, it's can't over for you <laughs> you can't do that it's you can't you can't capture that experience it's, <laughs> it's gonna bottle that experience um, so the moonbeam is wreathing off of it truly like its flesh is just falling apart oh, and it gross. is it is just wreathing in pain and it's screaming and this knife goes directly into the back of its head and explodes out and it it, it just reels back in pain no one else is in that five foot radius right Technically, they both of your allies are, yeah. How big is this bear? It's a biggish bear. So it takes up just a little five foot square? Yes, but if we're playing your by the bears? rules of Dungeons hold and on. Dragons. I know. Hold on. I have to know. How is this bear just five feet? It is a dire bear, so it is larger than a normal bear. It's like the great bears in D- yes, Dragon Age. What I'm saying is like a large bear is much bigger than five feet. I will be pedantic about the size of the bear to save my mom. I will. Um, it has to hit one of your allies. Who do you, who do you pick? Uh, I, this, is, this is the worst. It, 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 you were aiming for one edge and you have to pick the lesser two. Who is in front of the, who's in front of it? In front of it is your mother as an ape. And then behind it is Alex. Um, I, it, it would hit my mom then. But she's an ape and she has an ape's constitution. So I'm, I'm not as okay. worried for her. So she will roll a con save real quick. Or a dex save. Dex? Yeah. Uh, she was a 16. She's fine. Does she not take any damage then? Dex is, the dex save is 14. Yeah, so she, take oh, half she damage. takes half damage. So half of... It was 14? Seven. Seven, okay. Yeah, she's still wait, alive. Wait, 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 what was it? Hold on, what was it? It was, it was 14, it was 14. Plus, okay, all right, okay. Okay, <laughs> all right, okay, okay, all right, all right. Seven points of damage for my mother. Oh my god. Goodness gracious. Okay, so your mother takes that damage. She's still as an ape uh, holding up, and this will be a funny story later at family reunions. <laughs> and uh, that was your turn, and now it is Alex's turn. And so she is going to just bring down her quarterstaff uh, and hit it. Good. And roll. <gasps> Uh, eight points of damage on it. And that thing is dead. Um, let me see. <laughs> okay, so Alex slams this thing in the back and it collapses as you hear its spine just cracking underneath the weight of this quarterstaff and it falls and Ape Mom <laughs> stops. You stop. Alex stops. It's all quiet. Are you joking? It fails. It's undead fortitude save. So we could have, like, come back? Yeah. Honestly, that is very spicy, but I'm glad it did. And because it's, it's DC, it was 13. It rolled a four. Oh, no, it rolled a nine, but still failed. And you think you see it twitch. And it stays down. And your mother pulls out of her wild shape. 
panting a little bit, bleeding a little bit from her scars. But I'm everyone sorry. is alive. It's okay. It's okay. I'm really bad at aiming. Are you okay? Yeah, I didn't take any damage oh. at all that fight. Yeah, only the NPCs did. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, and Alex is going to, you know, kind of hop over the undead bear's uh, arm and, and cast uh, cure wounds on your mother. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Just take care of the mother-in-law, you know? Thank you. And restore... Um, like 14 points 15 points of healing nice so your mom's looking a lot better and now you're in this grove what would you like to do get the flower all right um getting the flower is easy enough uh how are you gonna keep it safe what are you talking about keep it safe well it's a flower it's a flower do you have like a I'm jar just gonna, like i don't know it? Yeah, okay. just hold it. Okay. We didn't fucking expect to run into a giant undead bear, and I sure do hope we don't run into any more on the walk back home All with right. our flower. Okay. Do you want to check out this area any further? Yeah, let's look around. <laughs> okay. I, I want to poke at the undead bear. Like, what's that all about? Um. Okay, roll nature, then, if you're going to go poke at the bear specifically. <laughs> poke at the bear. Um, what is that? I can't read that. 16 plus whatever you have. Straight 16. All right. And so, yeah, you go over to this bear. It is, it's really fucking gross. Um, it is, it looks like a bear, but much larger. And it does look like it's like spine is, was cracking out of its skin a bit. It's a dire bear. So it is a much sort of more grotesque version of a bear. But this one was clearly, it wasn't all there it was clearly undead in some way um it's it's jaw is basically completely removed like either you can see there's like a hole in its head where you can yeah. see it's, it, it's it's gross um you don't find anything like of note other than that it is really really gross me softly but that was clearly an undead this, dire bear don't um, um anything else to check yeah out? i'm gonna ask my mom like does does this happen a lot now are these things common no, I've never seen anything like this. What was he doing in the forest? I mean, we have bears and dire bears, but not ones that attack like that. I mean, they attack because they're animals, but, like, we leave them alone. But what was it eating? We gotta tell and, Pythia. And she looks over to see what it was eating, and then her eyes get, like, really, really big. Do you look over? Yeah. Is it one of the moms? It's not one of the moms. Okay. Um, but it is a person. Oh. It, you see almost a um, destroyed carcass. It is barely even. Okay. <sighs> okay. You can barely make out features. Like you no. wouldn't be able to identify this person. It is no, no dental records. No, ripped. nothing. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could take their teeth. Yeah. But um, it, this person has just been completely ripped apart. There's some remnants of, um, you see some, like, you're not close to it, but you see there's like some shiny jewelry, some I'm remnants squeamish, of. I'm not so much. Like, let's get in there. Okay. Any identifiable objects, give them um, to me. Okay. Roll an investigation check. What is that? Another 16. Another straight 16. You go over there and you start sort of looking and yeah, it's it's like face is completely just mauled. The the, the it's like the the chest is just open and the innards are everywhere. This bear was just feasting on this body. You see that they're wearing sort of robe like looking mm-hmm. clothing and you see that they're uh, the they're the piece that of their outfit that is untouched because not even bear teeth could break this shiny metal is a symbol you recognize um from 
Alex's armor, actually. And it's like around what this person's neck probably used to be. And it's sort of just laying next to their body and they're wearing sort of robes. Hey, Alex. Yeah? How, how, on a scale of one to ten, how much does this stuff bother you? Um, I don't, I, I don't mind it because I am a, a healer in a way, but this is a little gross to me. Um, I'm a little queasy, but what's up? It's wearing kind of what you're wearing, your symbol. What? Yeah. Is it common for people to wear it? Um... Um, and Danae sort of just looks at Alex who starts tearing up and, and she sort of walk, she kind of rushes over. Oh my god, you eyes, killed Alex's mom. <laughs> <laughs> she squints a little bit at the sight and just sort of tries to lean down and just look and like she has to plug her nose a bit at yeah. the smell and she looks at the symbol and uh, and turns it around and there's sort of like an etching in the back of it and she says um, uh, this one's only found in the forest up, up in Melissa. We should stop by there, yeah? Probably. Um, maybe. And she starts sort of looking at what the face used to be, and she can't even make out who it was. And she... You remember she's from... That's where she's from. Yeah, I do. Okay. That's the implication, baby! Yeah, that's where she grew up. Um, That's where she's from. And she looks horrified at the idea that she... I don't... I can't even tell who they are. Let's... Alkaini's gonna, like, exchange a significant look with her mom and kind of, like, get in between Alex and the body and be like, let's... I'll grab the symbol. We should probably get back, make sure everybody is not stone anymore, and then maybe we take a little detour. Oh, I don't want to get us off of our... We went back to my mom's, so this kind of feels important. And not going to lie, undead bears, weird, possibly undead smoke dragons, smoke assassins. It's all probably tied together, right? Probably. Yeah. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's all good. Well, not all of it, but you know what I mean. I'll grab the, I'll grab the symbol. Okay. And will um, you take the flower? And I give her flowers. And she takes it from <laughs> you, and and her hand sort of lingers on yours when as she grabs it, and you see that she just sort of has tears just sitting oh. in her eyes, uh, and you can tell that her head is very full of something of of some sort of thoughts that are just swirling we'll, around. We'll, we'll unravel that trauma later. Um, and uh, yeah, she she takes the flowers from you, and your mom sort of comes over and um, and brushes uh, her kind of this like she was sweating from the fight, mm-hmm. and your mom sort of comes over and brushes her shaggy hair aside and gives her a kiss on the forehead, and says, "It's gonna be all right. We're gonna take you home, okay." And and Alex just sort of nods, and you you go over and grab the symbols. I'm gonna grab a symbol and maybe a snippet of whatever robe 
Yeah, you can, you can rip it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and put in your pocket. Yep. Anything I'll else you'd like to, in it. to do in this area? No, I think we should go home now. I think I think the mood is just significantly plummeted for everybody. <laughs> um, alrighty. You're able to make it back without any consequence. No more undead. Thank <laughs> animals. you. Woo. You make it back to Mom City. I assume you just go straight for Pythia's house. Yeah. Yeah, because Pythia needs to know a lot of these things. There's a lot of information for Pythia to have here. Yes. Um, and we can also, you know, kind of montage wave hand, if, just like you told Pythia yeah. things. Unless, and then you can let me know, maybe even like next session, if there's any specific questions you'd like to ask her. Yeah. Um, but you, you know, you arrive at Pythia's home. Uh, you see that she's drinking tea with Ronnie and telling him fascinating stories about uh, her lover from another time. <laughs> and he's just very into it. They seem to have bonded, even though he thought she was a weird old lady. That's how um, it goes with weird old they ladies. They seem to have bonded. She's painted his nails. Like, it's truly <laughs> like they're having a good time waiting for you all. Um, and they are both so happy to see you all when you when you run in. They, uh, Ronnie runs and gives you a big hug. And then he goes, I hope that's uh, that's like, okay. I, 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 yeah, I feel I like we're, we're there. Okay. Cool. I feel like we're there. Cool. I just I forgot some people aren't huggers and I'm a hugger. Oh, so. we're all we're all huggers here. <gasps> nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Pythia says, ah, "Give it to me. Give it to me, please." And she holds her little bow. Oh, fingers Alex out, has the flower. And Alex gives Pythia the flowers, and she snatches them and smiles and smells them, <laughs> and then runs back over to her sort of table of components and liquids, and it looks like a chemistry set. And she starts. Um, working with this and it's such a quickness you didn't even think was possible with a woman of her age it's like you barely see her hands because they're moving fast and slow at the same time it's just this beautiful magic aura and these beautiful blue lights that are kind of coming out of her fingertips as she mixes the flowers she crumples them into this liquid and swirls them around and and mashes them up and mixes a bunch of things together and eventually she produces three kind of small little vials that have a light blue liquid that shines like tiny little stars mm. And she smiles, a kind of toothy grin as she turns <laughs> around to you and claps her fingers together. And she grabs the three of them in her bony fingers and leads you all to this kind of that room that had the curtain that Ronnie went into before. And she goes, come on. And I'm assuming <laughs> you follow. Of course. Wherever, wherever Pythia says to go, <laughs> I will go. And you enter into this kind of darker room that is dimly lit by the amount of sun rays that are kind of allowed in by the very dark curtains. Uh, you see that Ronnie's friends laying as statues are sort of surrounded around the room. Surrounded around the room? That doesn't make sense. There's I, I heard it. I felt it. I saw it in my head. Room. Um, and then you see that on the, the only thing in this room really is a simple altar. Uh, there's an image of a woman that is carved into the wood that makes up the wall with small tea candles lit around it. And there's mm. a fresh flower laying at the foot of the woman. And that's the only thing in this room. And I've, I've never been in here before, have I? No. She doesn't wow. let a lot of people in here. Wow. This is like kind of a special place for her. She doesn't let a lot of people in. and But she didn't have a lot of rooms to put these people <laughs> in and thought that maybe this person could keep them company. Uh, maybe you'll learn about her. Uh, you know about her, but you don't know her based mm -hmm. on like you can roll a religion to see if you recognize yeah, sure. who I'll that do is. It. Why not? Um, not bad. That's a thirteen. Thirteen. Um, you've seen the image of her. You remember it maybe from schooling, and you're like, oh my god, she's so important, and I can't remember why. <laughs> so you very you, relatable. You recognize the imagery of this person and you can't remember why but you do think it's kind of interesting that Pythia has a altar to this person 
Because there's not altars in, in the Cardia. You just remember that you learned about this person. You just can't place the names at the tip of your tongue. Maybe a saint of some kind? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's the thought you have. And Pythia goes over to the statue of the half-orc woman who was like kind of laying on the ground. I think you saw her right yeah. outside the cave. And she asks Ronnie to come over by her. She kind of calls him over. And she leans down and she pulls the little vial, the little cork out, and splashes the shining liquid over the woman's head. And the liquid almost suddenly spreads out across her entire body, almost amazingly more than you thought would fit in that little vial. The light spreads across her entire person and it spreads out to her fingertips all the way down to her feet. And she begins to shine with a pale blue light that sort of radiates. And then almost instantly, the stone dissolves off of her body like sand falling off. And she comes to life with a gasp <gasps> for air as she, sh as she falls limp and then shoots up in a panic. And she doesn't know where she is. And Ronnie leaps into her arms. And she, he's like, Rosaline! Oh, and he, hell like, yeah. he jumps into her arms and she looks kind of confused as she looks at all of you. And... She holds Ronnie tight and Pythia sort of follows this process with the other two friends and Ronnie is, they're all just in one giant cuddle puddle and over the next little bit, maybe as you're talking to Pythia about what you saw, he's catching them up on what happened <laughs> and, and, and the creature and how he valiantly fought it <laughs> and uh, did the final killing blow. No big deal. But of course he had help from them and he points at you two and, uh, and he tells you, his friends about how kind you two have been to him and, and your moms and all these amazing things and he wants to take them down to the little kind of cafe area to get some food. <laughs> to the calf. Yeah, and he um, he says, you know, he tells you you can meet him for dinner if you want, but he's taking all his friends and they're very overwhelmed, but they're just happy to be alive. Uh, and he takes his friends down away. Truly the most college of college experiences for these, <laughs> for these and, babies. Um, they do, uh, do you want to talk to Pythia at all? Or do you want to do that maybe tomorrow? Or what do you want to do? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to her tomorrow. I was like, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I'll bring you, I'll bring you, I'll bring some tea up to you tomorrow. Oh, sounds good. We should good. chat. All right, I'm here because I'm pretty tired from fighting that undead bear. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> uh, taking no damage. Taking no damage, standing like way far away. Ugh, I'm, Ugh. I'm, I'm just you're beat. Wiped. Your mom's wiped for sure. <laughs> your mom's and wiped. Your mom's wiped. Um, you know, your mom suggests they go. You go have dinner with with Ronnie and yeah, his friends. Yeah, with people you my all own age. Make some friends. Like, make some drinks, and you have a nice like fun dinner together <laughs> underneath the stars and and the fire and as it gets later you know you the fire begins to burn Nyx and and Lathea and, and a lot of other moms that we didn't even meet in the last episode just sort of congregate and it just becomes this sweet little party a little mom bar a little, little mom party <laughs> and um, they tell you the friends tell you that they're going to continue making their way south now that the basilisk is gone and head back to where they were heading in the yeah. first place and um is there anything you want to say to them before they head out? They're, they're, they're planning on sleeping and then doing it in the morning. Uh, I'm going to be like, hey, I know our time with you was short, but it really rocked. I, I, Ronnie, this is Ronnie. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I'm so grateful to you. And then the rest of them kind of nod and echo the sentiment. And he's like, I, I'm just so glad we met you. I don't know what I would have done. You saved my life. You know, I worked with you and we 
saved everybody's life. Yeah, you, uh, you were like, man, I wish you had time to teach me that flip thing you did because that was awesome. Yeah, next time. Next time, you know. And he's <laughs> definitely trying to, like, seem cool in front of his friends and they seem happy. You see Rosaline definitely knows he's lying but still smiles and <laughs> cares about him anyway. And, yeah, they... They he told you the the place of that that I have to go back in our podcast and learn of the place <laughs> where he he implores you to go to get some yeah. uh, cool goods when you make it to the capital because that's where he works when he's not traveling and he wants to have some stuff on hold for you and Alkaini there uh, just to thank you for everything. I can't you've believe done. he was so nice that he missed my rock pun. What did you say? I said our time with you was short, but it really rocked. I was catching up on the short then, thing because he's a halfling. Oh, no. Wow. That's what I was paying The layers. To. Yeah, the layers of this pun. Wow. Yeah. Let's say, I mean, I as the player did do it on purpose. Not okay. the short pun, but okay. the rock pun for sure. But yes. I do love the idea of an Alkyony who blithely stumbles into both of those puns. Hell yeah. 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 Why has that become the thing? <laughs> Why is that our, this household's weekly verbal tick because why not baby true true that yeah i love them i love all of them i would die for yeah. them and i uh kind of almost did but not really because both times i was very good you were D &D. very good you're just very good at D. &D. <laughs> i think you won D, D, honey wow finally so, yeah and just to go ahead and and kind of wrap our session um, so you, we can, you know, you can have any more conversations you want to have with them in yeah. the morning, but let's just say for the, unless, unless you want to do something else for the rest of the night, you all just kind of drink and eat yeah. and have a mom party and hang out. And what mom you party. Mom, do mom not party. see. No, no, is no, it was so heartwarming. See, we're going to get the heartwarming and then the camera pulls out and moves across the forest back down to the grove where the dead no. bear lays and... You, we see the audience sees the same grove from before and stepping out from shadows no! are the two cloaked <laughs> figures that our audience oh, would find familiar. Oh my gosh, I thought you were going to bring the bear back to life or like the, the, the like mangled corpse. Um, I'm not saying this is great news, but... <laughs> the two cloaked <laughs> figures that our audience finds familiar. Uh, one of them Draco Malfoy? looks up at the moonlight shining above them and removes the hood and we see that it is the female assassin. Ah. And she looks over to her companion who maybe under that hood is what who you refer to as Draco <laughs> Malfoy, but that's I not who it is. I miss Draco Malfoy. Um, and the companion steps over the sort of bloodied corpse of the person and, and kind of puts his hand Ew. into some brush and bushes and pulls up this sort of like sickly green looking orb um, and sort of tosses it up and uh, says it worked and then and the woman looks down at the creature and she turns and says not well enough as she looks down at the dead corpse and she goes they'll find the others eventually and you sort of hear this sort of like noise of bushes moving around where they are sort of as she looks around and she says leave it we have to make it to the capital eventually don't we and he sort of rolls the orb back over to where the bear is sort of like rolls it on the ground and you see this like black smoke sort of wreaths off of it and goes into the bear's nostrils no. and you see that the bear starts twitching no. a little bit no um 
as they walk away from the grove. And then you see sort of out of the woods where they came, sort of a shambling like deer come through as well. No. And its milky eyes look up at the moon. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck, Mackenzie? (laughs) I have two things in fantasy that I hate more than anything besides the racism. I thought it was giant spiders. It's spiders and zombies. I didn't know zombies were a thing you hated. Well, let's dig in. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I I love you too. Are you having fun playing this little game together? Yes. I would not do zombies with anyone else but you. That's a compliment. (laughs) Zombies. A zombie deer. I will say though, mm-hmm. up? Um, as a as as also a longtime listener, <laughs> uh, the the idea of an undead deer turning its milky eyes up to the moon with my character being a circle, the moon druid is just. Mm. Is it tasty? Mm, that is mm, that is just the right level of spicy for tonight. Hell yeah. This episode of Dungeon Wives. Um, if you want to find us on Twitter and Instagram, you could follow us at Dungeon Wives. <laughs> or you can go to www.dungeonwives.com. <laughs> what is this voice? I don't know. It's inspired. I, it's, it is. Um, if you, you can find out more about us and our cats, you can see our official art. Official art by Manu. And their social media handles are on our website as well. Yeah. You can find out more about the major cities our characters have gone to you can just find a bunch of fun stuff on the website mm-hmm. as well as a link to our discord <gasps> our community discord community discord you can connect with other listeners of the show and our patreon and on patreon we got a bunch of fun some stupid stuff going on over there maybe some bloopers would you believe a professional podcast like this would have any bloopers i can't i any can't tangents? believe we're gonna start putting up little bloopers we're gonna we have little mailbags where we just sit and talk we about talk. our lives and also answer questions from yeah. you uh we put up early access episodes so you get the episode three days before they go live on Isn't our main that feed special that's special certain patrons of a certain level if you're married mm-hmm. we have fun little names get early access to art and maps and mm-hmm. it's we get a lot of fun stuff maybe and, if you're married enough mm-hmm you can say, hey, put a put a little character named this yes. into the world and perhaps we shall. Yes, we'll put a custom NPC of your choosing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun stuff going up on our Patreon. If you want to support the show, make sure we can keep going and and just generally support this weird little queer show. Yeah. That's where we are. Patreon.com slash Dungeon Wives. The genre is queered. Queered. <laughs> is that all we got, honey? I think it might be. Whoa. It sounded like a lie. <laughs> for some reason the way that i said it sounded like a lie no i didn't think that's you were it lying. you know i think we're it really good. is it what unless should, y'all have anything how should, yeah hey do you have anything to tell us don't be shy don't be shy okay well next time yeah next time get us okay um how <laughs> should we end this episode it's weird i, ending I don't an episode. know we could we could end it with our signature fade into the void fade into the, well that was not our signature it used to be that we told each other we loved each other hey. but apparently we're past that Hey, honey, I love you. I love you, too. You're the love of my life. The romance is back. Oof. 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye.